This is Ibrox. Hi, uh, my name's Hugh Nebro. I'm uh, here for the This is Ibrox podcast and I'm fortunate to be speaking to Dan Porritt from the Huddersfield Town podcast and he takes that chance uh, about what's signing of Janino Bakuna and we'll hopefully get a low down from Dan and the goods and the bads and all the ugly of what hopefully will be a super signing for us. Uh, but Dan, how are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. How is, how is yourself? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you were smiling after the entry time winner today. Yeah, definitely, mate. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't the best performance that you'll ever see. Um, but went 1-0 up, away a victory, you take it, don't you? And then uh, Billy Sharp, who you know is a bit of a thorn in our side sometimes, uh, always seems to score against us, pops one in on, on 92, and you're thinking, oh, do you know what, we've, we've thrown, it away there, thrown it away there. And, uh, you know, you sort of think, just make sure we don't concede a second um, and end up losing it. But fortunately, went down to the other end and 94th minute, um, Levi Colwell popped up. Uh, centre half, so I'm not quite sure why we were up there, but he was. So fair play to him, and he uh, he, st- he stuck it in, and yeah, two one victory. So very happy man tonight. Yeah, makes no, a change to be fair. <laughs> well, uh, last couple of seasons, but yeah, and to be fair, Billy Shaw has been a thorn in a lot of team sides. It's one of them players that seems to have been around forever. When yeah. I looked and seen on it come up and talk, I saw that he'd scored. I was like, he's still playing, but. Yeah, no, it's good three points to get and hopefully set you up for the season and maintain that winning streak. Get yeah, definitely, mate. It's, it's one of them. If you, if, you, if you play poorly and win, you, you can't really grumble too much, can you? So we'll we'll put it in the bag and move on, as they say. That's it. Uh, so we're going to talk about Janino and what kind of player would you say that Rangers are getting? Um, if, well, where do you start with Janino Bacuna? Is uh, I'm sure yourself and, and Rangers fans, you know, as, as as we all do when you sign a new player, you know, sort of nip onto onto social media and, and sort of have a look and look at the reaction from the selling club to see what see what fans are thinking. And um, I think Janino Bacuna is one of those that has never really split a fan base like it. It was Phil Town. It's probably a fifty fifty split between. I'm really glad he's going. I'll drive him up in my car to. Can't believe we've let him go for the reported sort of between one and two million. Um, yeah, he's, he's one of those players that on his day can be nine out of ten, ten out of ten. Uh, not on his day, he's, he's down at two and three, and there's very rarely days where he's, where he's in between. Um, just, just doing a little bit of looking before we came on, I looked at our local paper, um, you know, like they do with the ratings and stuff in the local paper, and the last couple of seasons he's averaged about 5.4, which which tells its own story there that, you know, very rarely is it consistently, you know, six or seven is either really good or or really poor. Um, he's, he's certainly got the ability there, or I think he has. He's, I've always sort of championed him. I think, he's, I think he's got the ability. It's just whether or not he can... Deliver it on a on a consistent basis. If you can, if you've bought him for the reported between sort of one and two million, for me, you've got an absolute bag in there. So um, yeah, it, it depends what Janino Bacuna turns up at at three o'clock on a Saturday or whenever whenever we play these days. He has to move around all the time, don't they? Yeah, I think 
I don't know when we play three o'clock on a Saturday. It's the minority of times in a season anyway. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm hoping I'm going with you and hopefully it'll turn out to be a bargain. Yeah, but at Rangers, Steve Gerrard, he always plays the 4-3-3. Yeah, he's got the two inverted wingers yeah, behind the striker. Yeah, and Davis tends to sit deep and then we've got the two number eights, I guess you'd call them, from midfield. Where do you think Juninho's best position would be? Um, I, I would suggest we used to play for you know the the the, fans, the fashionable four two three one formation, um, which I didn't really think suited Bakuna to be honest. Um, he got moved around a lot of town. Um, he, he played sort of left wing, right wing, uh, right back even on a couple of occasions. But for me, he's a he's a number eight. Um, so if if you are playing with sort of four three three with with two eights, I would imagine he'll he'll take up one of those slots. Um, he likes to sort of get on the ball and go forward. He's got a decent shot. He's not he's not scared of, of dribbling. He's not. I won't, I won't class him as a skillful footballer. He's just more direct, if that makes sense. He'll just pick it up and, and sort of on half turn and, and just drive towards edge of the box. Um, he likes a tackle. Uh, sometimes you, you'll wince, you'll watch him, and he almost waits for a tackle, if that makes sense. And you think, you know, if you'd have just put your foot down, you'd have got that, and you round him. He'll hang on and, and make it a 50-50. Um, I'd imagine Rangers fans are similar to town fans and they'll enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have him down as a as an eight, um, uh, you know, like a, a, a traditional eight. You can you can do a little bit of everything in, in centre midfield. And I do think that was one of his problems at town, that he never cemented that spot due to injuries within the squad. He's one of those that can fill in. I won't say he's a jack of all trades, but he can do a job in different positions for the for the week or two. So as a squad player as well, to you know, to sort of be able to slot in if you do have injuries, he'll you know fit in well. But yeah, if I were putting him on my team sheet, it'd, it'd be an eight. Yeah, it sounds good. That's I think something that we've been looking for when you're saying about having a shot from the edge of the box. That's something we've been crying out for for too many years now. Is somebody just to shoot? That way, when everybody in the stadium is just like shirt and yeah, yeah, we not he struggled to have somebody that will regularly take the chance. Will more likely to look for the pass. So sounds promising that he will be the guy that will take a shot on. Is he left footed, right footed? Yeah, uh, I, I think he's predominantly right, but he's he's quite good with both feet. Uh, he's got you know a good range of passing with both feet, and like I say, he likes to. He likes it. He's not shy of taking one on from 25, 30 yards. So, but yeah, probably the right hand side of a of a midfield three if he were if he were playing there. Yeah, that's sounds good to me. Side Camaro, I think. Yeah. So his strengths, his short, his I'm guessing his range of passing and things. You're saying his strengths. What about weaknesses? So. Uh, weaknesses. He, his main his main weakness, and I'll sort of put it in inverted commas in regards to attitude. He's he's one of those players that if it's not going his way, he's not interested. Basically, um, it, he's sort of very lethargic on the field. He's not one to. Although I, it's it's odd because he likes a tackle, but he won't go looking for one. He's not he's not a box to box. He's not a you know, he won't crop up in areas where you wouldn't expect a centre midfielder to, to crop up if it's not going his way. Um, you know, I, I, it is that lethargic sort of ambiance that he portrays that gets a lot of fans' backs up. Um, 
you know, you've, you've obviously, you know, you've got your players that, that, that sort of here, there, and everywhere, and fans love them, don't they? Because they are here, there, and everywhere. Uh, yeah. But is not like that, and it can, it can sort of get fans' backs up. Um, and sometimes you got the impression with Bakuna that if he did something well, um, that were it. That's fine. I've done. I've scored from twenty yard now, so that was my job done. I'm, I'm not really going to do all else. Um, so it'll be an interesting one to see how he goes at Rangers. Um, I think at Town he's done he's done three seasons with us. Obviously, one season in Premier League and, and two in Championship. Where you know, unfortunately for us, majority of games we have been losing. Um, whereas at Rangers, it, if you're winning more than you're losing, I think he'll probably thrive. So you'll probably see a different type of Bakuna than what than what we got at Huddersfield. Um, He's one of those crowd, if they're on side with him, again, he loves it. If it goes other way, sometimes his social media posts after games leave a lot to be desired. The, you know, the old cryptic messages and you can see that he's having a bit of a bit of having a pop. Um, so football, like I say, football and ability, it's there. It's just whether or not he can apply himself and apply himself on a, on a consistent basis. And if he does, you, you've got a good player. Yeah, I think... Look, I think he's played under three, maybe four managers in his time at Huddersfield. Was there any of them that got the best out of him? And I mean, you know, you know Stephen Gerrard. So we all grew up with Stephen Gerrard, and you'll know the sort of type of character he is, and the way he drives and his standards and things like that. Yeah, we had some of the stories of Gerrard and Carragher over the years at Liverpool. Do you think that'll be a good mix, him and Gerrard? Because he won't, yeah. he won't let him be lazy. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those where he, obviously Gerard were a midfielder like to get forward. So I can see a lot of similarities in how Gerard and Bakuna would, you know, would play. That they are similar in some respects. So yeah, again, if it, if it's going well, I can see a, a demanding manager getting the best out of him. If it's not going so well, he's one of those that argumentatively could throw Teddy out at Pram. Um, in saying that, though, a lot, of, a lot of time fans did question his attitude with us, but we have had um, some bad apples in, in squad at town. We've had players sort of refusing to play and, you know, not not turning up for training and all that sort of stuff. But he never did that. He were always there. I think the last two seasons is is the third most pay, played player uh, in, in both seasons. So it tells you it tells you a lot about his commitment. He has played through injuries sometimes and stuff like that. So in regards to having a bad attitude, I, I would say... He's not. It just maybe looks like he has sometimes more than it actually being a bad attitude. But I think working under Gerard, you know, if you can't, if you're a centre midfielder, and you're not willing to learn from Stephen Gerrard, you might as well on your boots, aren't you? Because you know, arguably, we're one of the best that, that's ever been. So if Gerrard can sort of manage him um, and get the best out of him, I, th- I think he'll do well. I think he'll thrive under someone like Gerrard. Hope so. Fingers crossed. Uh, I know that. He hasn't played at all this season. Uh, is that an injury, or has the manager just decided that he wasn't in the plans? Or no, he's he's not featured at all this year, uh, and I think that's purposely. I don't think it's all to do with any sort of fallout or not being wanted by the manager. Um, he was out of contract with Bakuna at the end of last season. We had an option um, to take an extra year. Uh, again, another decision by our chairman that's kind of divided the fan base of we gave him the extra year 
so we could sell him, if that makes sense. I think yeah. Rangers were interested back in the last season. Um, it's, it's kind of been a bit of a rumour that's been going around down here for a while that you know Rangers do want Makuna. So I think I think the Germans took the option of the extra year, knowing that he were never going to play, and it was basically just so we could get a, get a transfer fee for him. I was one of those that I thought it were a bit of a ridiculous gamble to take, bearing in mind it would have been on Premier League wages. Um, they rolled over. Obviously, we don't know how much it is, but you know we're not exactly uh, swimming in money at town at the moment. So it, it was a big gamble, and you could argue, depending on the fee, that's obviously not been disclosed. You could argue it has it has paid off uh, for town, but I do think Rangers have probably got him at a, a lesser amount than they might have done if he'd have had a couple of years left. So yeah, although he's not featured, you know, don't read really into that. That's that's purely probably a business decision from from town in that. There was no point in playing him, no point in putting him in pre-season because he's, he wasn't going to feature long-term. Yeah, well, it's good to hear that Stephen Gerrard had said that he was, he's not in full fitness yet, but he certainly didn't act as if he had an injury, was current injury, so it was just wondering why he hadn't sort of made it. He hadn't made any appearances, but it's good to know that it's just basically keeping them keeping him safe and away from everything because like you say I guess it would be a disaster if he'd get injured in the first couple of games no, I say, yeah I think I think he's been involved in training I've seen a few bits and bobs in training but certainly not you know match day he's not, he's not been there and uh, I think he were involved um, internationally as well over the summer so he's, he's probably not up to full fitness but he's probably not far off yeah I know that he's totally split the fan base yeah. he said he yeah, didn't Dummies out of the prom or anything like that, but what type of character do you know of him? Like in the changing room, was he? Did he get on with other players? Did he have his cryptic messages on social media to fans and things like that? Was there any ever any a good time when he first signed or anything, or has he been like that? No, I think it's just I don't know. Sometimes you just it's hard to describe him as a as a person. He's just you know he just got always one of them. He he is. He's just. It he just sometimes reminds me of a, a sort of a petulant, sulky teenager, you know, grunting and, and that that kind of demeanour sometimes comes across on pitch. But yeah, when he when he first signed, there were there were you know a few a few um, you know games and stuff where fans, majority of fans, sort of loved him. Um, I don't know if it got to the point where, like I said, we were losing all the time. And I don't know if it became a bit of a mental slog for him rather than a, an ability thing. Yeah, like I said, the ability were always there, but sometimes when he when he were playing, he did look disinterested. But I, I do believe that is just his demeanour. I don't think it was a purposeful one. Um, he, he made a couple of mistakes early on. Uh, in, in, I think it was a championship season and fans sort of got on his back there. And, and like I said, at the time, we are one of those that we like if a player has zero ability but puts in 120%, we would favour that over someone who has the world. You know, we could have Ronaldo or Messi playing at town and if if it were perceived that they weren't giving 100%, fans wouldn't like them. It's just that sort of club um, at town. We, we sort of have that, you know, that Yorkshire grit and working class determination and that comes before all else. We can forgive you being rubbish if you try. <laughs> um Whereas Bakuna kind of broke the mould and, and were more the other way. You know, he could he could not try and, and, and do something good. And you'd hear fans afterwards sometimes, you know, he could have played really well, but oh, yeah, he didn't run for that ball. Or he was too slow taking that throw in. And, you know, it was almost like some fans were looking for stuff sometimes to, to have a pop at him. 
Yeah. Um, in regards to sort of forming friendships with other players, you know, as they all do, there's little clicks in the within clubs, and he sort of had one at town. When I think he were drawn towards the the bad apples uh, that we did have on the books, and I think sometimes that is a bit of a, a misconception because, as I say, he were always available. He were always, you know, ready and willing to play, and you know, play through injuries and stuff like that. So, again. He, he, it just depends. He's, he's a bit of a maverick. He's becoming a one one game. He can, like I say, you can think he's you know the world's best, and next match you can think guys don't get in dog and duck side on a Sunday kind of thing. So I, th- I think the key is for Rangers to get a consistent Bakuna out. You know, and if, even if it's only a six or seven out of ten, but if you can do that consistently, you'll be fine. Yeah, and when you're saying about the Huddersfield Town fans, it's very much the same up here. We would rather see somebody break their legs, smashing into a challenge, than somebody yeah. else. It shows more heart and desire to go in and totally reckless and clean somebody out. Yeah. I remember Kyle Bartley taking Scott Brown out in an old form, and I think that's one of the loudest, probably one of the most replayed YouTube clips of any old form. Yeah, game. yeah. Kevin Thompson was the exact same. So, yeah, no, we'll be. It'd be interesting to see Bakuna in, in an old firm, actually, because. He is literally one of those that will smash one in the top corner and then two seconds later get sent off, you know. So it would, you know, in that sort of environment, he'll either sort of sink or swim. Oh, we've got them next Sunday, so <laughs> it might just happen uh, at home. So that would be some home debut. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'll keep an eye, I'll keep an eye out for that one. Yeah, hopefully, if he is there, he does sink one in the top corner and then clean somebody out. <laughs> just before the end of the game and he'll be an absolute fan favourite and he can do nothing for the rest of his time in Glasgow yeah yeah that'll be, that'll be job done there won't be a million pound well spent <laughs> never need to buy another pint in Glasgow <laughs> uh, uh, so we're talking about his potential and things like that well if he does settle down he does switch on at Rangers how far do you see him going Will he make it back into the Premier League, like a top half team, or? Yeah, so- for me, yeah, for for me, he's he's got he's got it in his locker. He's got potential to play to play Premier League football on a regular basis. I'm not suggesting he'd he'd be a Man U or Man City or you know he won't be sort of top six, but you know he could do a job quite happily mid table size, a Bournemouth. Uh, um, you know, somebody like that. Um, you know, he'd quite quite happily all his own for me. You know, uh, Everton somewhere like that. You know, he'd probably do a job at Everton. You know, somewhere. You know, so just out. You know, top ten. You know, yeah. you know. So it, it, it's up to him. You know, like one of them. You just want to check him and be like, just put the effort in, mate. And the sky is the limit. You, you know, if honestly, he could, he could be. Looking at a, you know a call up for for Holland if if he got his head screwed on I, I just I can't understand it I don't understand why players who have the ability don't seem to apply themselves is it you know in his in his younger career where he stand out where where he played when he was young and he's always been the best and he doesn't seem to need to want to to be to improve if you get me or is it just yeah. just how he is you know and you know it's just it's just. It just baffles me, to be honest, mate, because if I had that sort of talent, I'd be doing everything I could to to portray it best I could week in, week out. But everybody's different out of there. But yeah, yeah he's, he's, certainly, he's certainly got the ability, definitely. It's, just, it's absolutely no secret that Rangers are a club now for 
buying low, selling high. And that's ultimately probably what they'll be looking for is to sell him back down to the Premier League and get some good money from him. That's that's always our hope now when we get players. Horrible feeling nowadays, being so used to growing up with a big club and you yeah, don't support yeah. players, but now we have to fit in with the model and we've got to buy cheap, sell big. So I do, I do, I genuinely do think it is a is a good move for for him, and I can see why. I could see why he'd go there. With no disrespect to Scottish football, it could be a stepping stone back in to Premier League football because. He needs a move away from. He needed a move away from town. He's a sort of player that will enjoy winning football matches, which obviously you know sort of Rangers Celtic do on a on a regular basis up there. So the atmosphere within the the club will be different. Obviously, there's different pressures in regards to that because it's kind of almost expected to win uh, on a on a weekly basis. But if, I think he's one of those that he will thrive on on winning. Um, so, you know, he's, he's not shy of a goal. You know, up in Scotland from midfield, if he, he might, you know, he might be looking at 10, 15 goals a season from him. So, you know, I am genuinely, you know, when sometimes somebody leaves your club and you're like, oh, well, it's hard to see him go, but I won't give him a second thought. I think Wakuna is one of those that I will genuinely keep an eye on, for, certainly yeah. for this year, because I, I'm so intrigued to how it will work out. It's almost, it could go either way. Honestly, it could. Obviously, for you guys, I hope it goes the right way, and and for town as well, because I think there's add-ons potentially in there in regards to, you know, success at, at Rangers. So, you know, what's what's good for you is good for us as well. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be a percentage sale on in there somewhere. Where there's every club seems to nowadays have yeah. 10, 20 percent sale on clause in the contract. So, uh, we'd both win if that was the case. Uh, so, it's central midfielder he's, he's going to get people out of their seats and well not me hopefully because I'm in a wheelchair myself so I'll end up in the concrete if I come out of the seat but <laughs> uh, get the fans out of the seats and score a goal and put a good challenge in so just keeping him interested I guess and just hope that he doesn't lose interest and doesn't switch off and say yeah he's, he's one of those players that if I were going to give any advice to Rangers fans, he's a player that needs an arm around him rather than a kick up the ass. You know, some some players thrive on crowd having a pop at them and they turn around and give it all this and you know, you know, cupping it used to crowd and I'm going to prove you wrong type. I, I don't get that impression from Bakuna. If he's struggling out, the best thing Rangers fans can do is get behind him and and, and dig him up and he, he seems to thrive off of that rather than a bollocking. If that makes sense. Um, so yeah, if he, if he's if he's having a down day, give him give him a bit of bit of love, and you know, hopefully yeah. he'll come, he'll, he'll turn himself around. <laughs> oh, they'll be a big chunk of the fans, I'm sure it will. But I'm sure, like Huddersfield and everywhere else, there'll, there'll be a section of the fans that if he doesn't deliver in the first five minutes, then yeah, yeah. Out. But yeah, no, it sounds good. That's the kind of thing I like to hear is get behind him, support the player, and stuff like that, and that'll get the best out of him. So. I guess that would be a message to our fans is back him and who knows how far he can go. Yeah. So what about at Huddersfield? Is there any other players Rangers should keep an eye on? I know you don't want to sell your players, but <laughs> yeah, is there anybody else that we should 
Yeah, we are we, still going through a bit of a transition at town at the moment. To be honest, we've we know obviously we've we've come down from Premier League a couple of years ago, and without going into massive detail, wasted a lot of us money that that you get from from getting up there, buying players that just weren't right for the club. So we're, we're offloading a lot of those at the minute, and we're, we're looking to bring similar to Rangers, I suppose, bringing younger players um, for cheap and and sort of given that platform to perform and. You know, we're, we're certainly not a club that are standing in, in anybody's way. We're, we're quite happy to buy cheap, sell high. And, you know, if, if players come to town and do a good job, it benefits us and it benefits them. Uh, probably a couple we've got at the moment. Uh, Ari Toffolo, uh, left-sided sort of defender stroke wing-back. He, he came in from Lincoln. Uh, he's done really well. He's, he's progressed and, and he's probably one of our one of our better players. Um Sauber Thomas has, has come in early this season from Boreham Wood. So he's, he's sort of coming from non-league and he's he's took to it like a duck to water. He's, he's one of his most attacking threats that we've got at the moment. Um, so, yeah, if I were... Not that I want them to leave, but I were, if I were suggesting any any players, they'd, they'd probably two to, to keep an eye on. Well, I'll keep an eye on them and I'm saying that Rangers can snap them up. I don't know what, what money situation is, but certainly I think we've paid a wee bit for Bakuna, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's it's interesting that they've not disclosed the fee in it from from both ends. Uh, yeah, seems to be. I don't, I don't like it when they, I know I like it's up to them in it, but fans want to know, don't they? How much we've yeah. got? Then <laughs> we can moan that we aren't spending any money because we know we've just got X million in. <laughs> that's yeah. probably why they do it, isn't it? That's when we just want to say that we're spending money that we've got yeah. money to spend because I think that's one thing. The other side try and rip out to us is that we've got no money and it's like, well, we're buying players, so that must yeah, be money. Yeah. It's become a bit of a thing though, hasn't it, in football? I know we're sort of going off tangent a little bit, but fans and, and clubs seem to champion, oh, we've paid 10 million for this guy, or we've look at in, you know, in England, 100 million for Jack Grealish, and it's almost like a badge of honour now that we've paid the most money for somebody, and that's great, but if you can buy people at 500,000 and they can, you know, do what you need them to do, then why why pay more kind of thing? It's all, it's, it's got a bit silly, hasn't it, with, with money and stuff like that. And like you say, club, like, you know, Celtic there, you can't buy players like we can. Well, does it matter if, we, if we're top of league? I'd rather have a team of free transfers and be top of league than a team that costs 500 million put together and be sat in seconds. So it's a bit of a strange thing is, uh, is how much people move for. We won the league last year and out of the half dozen midfielders, central midfielders, quarter of a million was the most we'd paid for one. Yeah. Ran for another, and then I think the rest had come in and freeze. Also, yeah, yeah. Jack and Davis were all freeze and things, so the quarter of a million was to Arrivo as a development fee to Charlton, so yeah, what you spend, it's what you get out of them, I guess. Yeah. 100%, mate, fully agree, yeah. Hopefully, we'll get, we'll get the better end of the Bakuna deal and we'll both win in the long run because we'll sail them back to England for 75 million just <laughs> for or something, just because some owner fancy spending more than somebody else did. Exactly, yeah. mate, exactly. I think it's all timing, isn't it? You've just you've got a club that you need to have the club that want a certain position and, and that player be available. And you know, these yeah. days it's maybe an offer and we'll go from there, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's it. But uh, no, that was great. Uh, Brilliant insight in the Janino Bakuna, and uh, it's great having that chat with you. Uh, find Dan it, and he takes that chance podcast, uh, talking all things Huddersfield, I imagine, and 
Uh, hoping he's have a good season. Seven points in the bag, not to be sniffed at. So uh, hopefully that'll continue and let's get to see his back up the top, challenging for Premier League again. And keep our fingers crossed for you. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you. I think we'll... Uh... Last couple of seasons we've had have been a bit of a relegation scrap, so I'm, I'm quite happy to finish mid-table this year and just just go into the back end of the season, just not having to be looking over a shoulder and be nice for once. Uh, thank thank you for uh, for having me on and and good luck good luck to Rangers. Like I say, I'll be I'll be keeping an eye out on on Rangers and, and certainly Mr. Bakuna and and see how he's getting on. Just for that, uh, I've been shocked for this is Ibrooks and tune in for our. Flagship show, which gets released early on a Tuesday morning. Uh, thanks for that. <laughs>